Welcome to the Mikey and Friends Podcast. This week, we're going to be joined by Taylor and Tizzo. We're going to give our week six gambling guide, uh, kind of a weekly thing we're doing now. Last week, we had a great week, so make sure you tune in and bet along with us. I want to remind you guys we're available on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at the Mikey and Friends Podcast. Um, with that, guys, let's bring in Taylor. All right, joining me now over the phone, gambling guru, against the spread annihilator, totals terminator. Last week he was 12 and 2. Taylor, what's up with you, man? How, what, what would happen last week? I have no idea. I am on the hottest streak of my life. Not only the, uh, the NFL bets last week, just like college bets, random nights, you know, I've just been hot. I don't know what to say. Thursday night, I hit on that, so it's just been a good week. I don't know. I, it, it'll it'll have all things, all good things come to an end, but right now, pretty hot. Yeah. So this is why you're our expert here. You are now. <laughs> you know, we done this two weeks, and I think we we did it the first week, and people were wondering how good at this we were. We we had a big bounce back. <laughs> So we both had winning records. You were, like I said, twelve and two. I was nine and five. So on the season, we're at you're at seventeen and eleven, and I'm at fifteen and thirteen, which is solid against the spread. Um, anytime you're above five hundred against the spread, that's that's tough to do. So seventeen, seventeen and eleven. What percent did you say that was? Sixty. It's like almost sixty-one percent. Sixty-one percent. So we definitely got some winners in there. Last week. Um, we didn't get to pick our five on the pod. We were still working it out. So we ended up going with the Pats, the Eagles. Who was the other two teams that won? Saints. Oh, man. Was, did we go with Minnesota? Yeah, so it was those four. And then we also, the fifth team we threw in there was the Bears. Our, our lock of the week. Our lock of the week was the Bears. And, um, you know, as things go. You win a bunch of bets, but the one team you have as a lock is uh, they lose. They lost the game outright. Straight up, they lost to the Raiders. So they screwed us in that. Uh, they, they screwed us in a couple teasers that we had. But, you know, overall, it was a winning week, and, and uh, we're feeling confident going into this week. Probably not as confident as we were last week, though. No, absolutely not. Yeah, a lot of closer lines this week. Um, so let's uh, – you want to get started? Yeah, let's get it. All right. First game we'll talk about is the London game. Carolina and Tampa Bay. These are two teams that at times have shown like they're going to outperform what we thought they were. Kyle Allen has looked pretty good for Carolina. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is probably the best running back in the league right now. Uh, They're favored by two and a half um, against Tampa. Tampa, you know, they looked amazing against the Rams two weeks ago and then last week. Going to New Orleans, that's a tough game, but they couldn't get anything going. Um, Shaq Barrett looks like he's not going to play in this game. Who are you taking in this one? So I like Carolina in this one, mainly because, I mean, over the last couple weeks, obviously Carolina's 4-0 in the last couple weeks, last yeah. four weeks. But it just seems like I trust the, I trust the Panthers to, you know, you know, give me, you know, what they're capable of. Tampa Bay is so up and down. Like I think the talent level on Tampa Bay is probably higher. So I mean, maybe the overall they're a better team, but I think Carolina's defense is overall better. 
I just think that, you know, they kind of found their groove with, you know, Cam being out mm-hmm. like a blessing in disguise, mm-hmm. like actually like fully unleashing Christian McCaffrey. So, I mean, I like I like Carolina to win. I'll eat the points. I'll, I'll take Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to rock with Carolina, too. Um, Christian McCaffrey is like unstoppable. I think that he might be, you know, we've always talked about North Turner's offense. He might be the best player he's had in his offense, um, you know, at least to fit his system anyway. Two and a half points. I, I hate to eat it, but, you know, Tampa, their best defensive player is not playing. Jameis still isn't consistent um, like, you'd, like you'd want him to be. I'll rock with Carolina. Carolina is going to be, I mean, if they can win this and, you know, we're right on this pick, they're going to be right there fighting for first place, really. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I like Carolina. And also, I had a question for you. What do the Panthers do if, when Cam Newton comes back? Uh, he's done, dude. He's yeah. He's, <laughs> he's done. The, the you know all Kyle Allen had to do was win one game, and can't they don't they they were looking for any reason to any reason to replace Cam, especially I think the fans. Yeah, I, I think Kyle. Allen, I don't know. I mean. He's looked just as good as any other young quarterback right now, you know, including our boy Minshew. And <laughs> he, I mean, he beat Minshew head to head, and they're four and two now, or three and two. So, yeah, I think Kyle Allen's going to be the guy at least the rest of the season. You know, assuming he doesn't have a meltdown in the coming yeah. weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to root for these guys too, because I always, I always think like playoff time, you know. Who's going to contend for a Super Bowl? It's always those top elite quarterbacks. Yeah. So, like, you know, I feel for these guys because, like, yeah, they're hot right now, but it's, what, week six? Yeah, right. Week seven? It's like, you know, the, they're going to fade eventually. But, you know, right now it's exciting. It's exciting to watch. So I'm going to rock with the rookie, rock with McCaffrey. Yeah, it's tough. And I like I like um, Carolina. They're like a fun team right now. I like the stuff they do on offense. Um it's they're a fun team to watch. I mean, I have McCaffrey on three fantasy teams, so of course <laughs> I like watching them on offense. But of course, yeah. Yeah. So how about um? So we'll both take Carolina there. Let's do Seattle going to Cleveland. I was surprised by this line. It's so the Browns are actually giving two right now. I get it's a one o'clock game. Seattle is you know gonna be traveling from the West Coast, but man, the Browns looked terrible. On Monday Night Football, they look like they're just totally out of it. Seattle, on the other hand, looked good on Thursday night. Thursday night game, so they get an extra rest. Um, I think Seattle's my pick here. Just based, you know, like like we talked about last week, quarterback, head coach, right? This one's not even close. Um, you like Seattle here or you like Cleveland? So I, I, I like Seattle right from the start, and then uh, I listened to Coward's Blazing five, and oh, he picked boy. the brown, but I think that was a little bit of like Jedi mind trick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. How much he bashes Mayfield? Yeah, right. I don't think this is. I don't know. I think Cleveland has a little Jekyll and Hyde in them, but I don't know. I think Seattle's legit. I think I think Russell. Yeah, it's tough to bet against Russell Wilson. Um, I don't care that they're going to the East Coast, so I'm going to take Seattle right here. Yeah, so I agree that I think Cleveland does have a little. You know, Jekyll and Hyde, like you said, like where if they have a bad week, then they'll match it, try to play up and have a good week. And I think that that, you know, if they're playing anybody but Seattle or, you know, they're top, Seattle's a top five team in the NFL, according to Todd's top five <laughs> uh, a couple <laughs> days ago. 
So I think, you know, if they were playing maybe a different team, even if they were playing like the Cowboys or a team in that like second tier, I think they'd be able to bounce back. But I don't know. Seattle just seems like they're really good. I don't see how that Brown secondary is going to stop Russell Wilson. I mean, he's looked like an MVP so far. I like Seattle all day here. Getting two points. Ah, yeah, I'll give me Seattle. Yeah, definitely Seattle. All right, how about your uh, team? So they got the Eagles coming to town. This should be a really uh, good game. And the line is pretty much saying that they're even teams. The Vikings are given three at home. Yeah, no, I, I mean, these two teams are the most even teams, you know, I could think of. The other thing is, like, Carson Wentz versus Kirk Cousins. I don't know. I hate to I, – I always love to compare quarterbacks when I'm going with these lines. But I'm going with the Vikings here. I think the Vikings at home are a different team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not like the season's so early that it doesn't mean enough for Kirk Cousins to fold yet. If that makes any sense, right, so right. I'm, I'm going to trust him enough. I'm going to trust him enough to put Dalvin Cook and him and Adam Thielen had a good game last week, and you know just let the defense rock and uh, let Dalvin Cook do his thing. I think I like the Vikings. I think they're they're going to win straight up. I'll eat the points on this one too. This is a tough one. This and, and um, you know I think if this was in Philly, then I'm not sure the line is three. But, you know, the Vikings have looked totally different in Minnesota. And Kirk Cousins turned it on last week. He heard all the criticism, and he had a great week last week, albeit, you know, against the Giants, but it was on the road. I don't know. I think the Eagles are starting to hit their stride. You know, two weeks ago they beat the Packers. Last week they just... They look flawless. You know, they played the Jets at home, but it wasn't even a close NFL game. You wouldn't have thought that the Jets were an NFL team watching it. I think the Eagles are a little bit better than the Vikings. Um, So I feel like I'm getting – I feel like this should be one and a half. Just because I think the Eagles, you know, Wentz is better. That offense is going to be able to do something, you would think. The secondary hasn't looked great, but I trust Kirk Cousins to not – not tear it apart. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles here. I know I'm picking against your boys. Yeah, you're not going to get a ton of pushback from me. This is uh, this is probably a stay away from me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, this is just a game that I'd like to watch, you know. Oh, yeah. It's just a fun game against two really matched teams. I'm glad it's in Minnesota because I don't know what what Kirk Cousins would give you on the road or even neutral. But, um, no, nah, this is a good game to watch. But if I have to lead one way or the other, I'm going to lead my boys in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, this is a game. I'm not going to bet on this game, probably. Um, but it should be a good one. It's a 1 o'clock game, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. So let's go to Baltimore then. The winless Bengals are going to Baltimore. And they're getting 10.5. And, and I like this plus 385 money line what well talk to me what do you think about this game so i think the ravens and i put them in the same category as the cowboys yeah whereas like they're they're good but they're not like 
they're probably third tier, right? Second tier, third tier. They can't compete with the top teams. Like you saw with Dallas last week with Green Bay. Yeah. But like you've also mm-hmm. seen Dallas and Baltimore beat up on the bad teams. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just another example of it. I think Baltimore is just gonna, you know, just gonna show Cincinnati. They're just gonna overpower Cincinnati. Um, the Baltimore defense is not that good. Right. But uh, I can't trust Andy Dalton. I don't know. This line is so high. You know, just based on the numbers, I'd probably lean Cincinnati, but I'm not going to touch it because, you know, I who knows what, if they're just going to unleash Lamar Jackson, unleash, you know, the Ravens running game. Um, this has potential to be a blowout, but if I'm just going on the number, I like Cincinnati. I think both of these teams are not great. Um, Cincinnati's so bad. I'm not going to bet this because I don't want to bet on Andy Dalton oh, or yeah. the Bengals. But I will lean Cincinnati. Not taking the money line, though. Yeah, I'm leaning Cincinnati here too. I don't know, man. The Ravens, it seems like they're kind of, uh, I mean, the defense is not good. They do not, you know, last year they had a great defense. They lost some guys. That defense is not um, a top defense. They gave up 40 to the Browns. They gave up 23, and it should have been more, should have been a lot more um, to the Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges-led Steelers. And I think that teams are starting to figure out what to do with this Lamar Jackson thing just a little bit. Um, we saw the Steelers have a lot of success. The Browns had success um, in shutting him down, and the, and the Chiefs did too, really. <clears throat> you know, it seems like if you blitz him and make him ha- make him make quick decisions, it's really tough. You know, obviously, <clears throat> the quicker he has to put, take the ball out of his hand, he can't run around with it. He's got to fit it in tighter windows. I think it gets tougher and tougher for him as the season goes on. Unless, you know, obviously if he turns a corner. Ten and a half points is a lot in a rivalry game. I'm going to take the Bengals with you and and hope for a backdoor cover. Yeah, definitely a backdoor cover possibility. I just don't. I mean, I don't think think Baltimore can shut him out. I don't think it's going to be one of those games. Right. Right, like... Like, I took New England um, on Thursday night, and, like, my thought was, I don't think the Giants can score, right? So can the Patriots score 28 points easily, right? Yeah. So in this case, 10 and a half, it's a lot of points, and I don't think Baltimore is going to completely shut them down. So that's that's my logic here, but this is a, just another stay away. There's going to be a lot of stayaways on this list. There's a lot of stayaways this week. Um, but, you know, the thing about the Bengals, too, is they're bad. But I don't put them in that Washington-Miami category of bad. I think that they're better than those teams. And I don't think that, like, they're going to put up a fight this week, is my, is my opinion. Zach Taylor has not done the offensive, uh, you know, guru status we thought he was going to be. I, I don't know. I think the Bengals, eventually you got to put up a fight against guys. And if... You know, I think division rival was a good time to start. So, all right, let's take yeah. it down south. This is an interesting matchup. We've got Teddy Bridgewater. He was undefeated as a starter this year. They're going to Jacksonville to play Gardner Minshew. Now, I think on the surface you would think the Saints are just a better team, but in this spot, Jags are giving two and a half. I think you said you like the Jags, right? Yes, I do like the Jags. Um, I don't know. I do love Teddy, but I don't know if I can trust him in Jacksonville, Jalen Ramsey or not. 
Um, I think Minshew will do fine. I think Leonard Fournette finally woke up. I don't know where he's been since LSU, right? Um, right. I don't know. I think the Jags. I think the Jags are playing all right. I think they're playing decent. I think at home, the Saints are just a different team on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they should have lost in Seattle a couple weeks ago on the road. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I like the Jags here minus two and a half. I mean, I'd like them more where the line started at like one and a half. Right. I'd love that a lot more. For some reason, two and a half just seems really big to me. It's a small number. I think this is a tight game. But I do I'm, I am leaning Jacksonville minus two and a half. So I'm leaning Jacksonville too. And, you know, obviously I think the Saints are a better team. But, like, this just feels like a game that, you know, you got a, a good team in the Saints, but they're going on the road interconference you know the quarterback for the saints isn't great this just feels like the type of game that they might lose um if they are going to lose a couple and you know Minshew's looked okay i think it's going to be tough for him against that defense so i think this is probably going to be low scoring um i don't have the under on me but i like the I jet that at, i do have that at 43 and a half 43 so i might tease that up and go under um, actually, I definitely will, but I don't know, dude. I like the Jags as well to win by a field goal. At least I think the Saints are gonna. This this might be the uh, Saints shit the bed game. If there's one coming, I think this is a good candidate. Yeah, no, I think I think we are ready for a Saints letdown. Yeah. This is just, this just seems like the perfect spot. It's coming. Teddy's not gonna go what four and zero, right? I don't know. He might. Right. He might. He might. Yeah. You might no, I would no, I would not be surprised if the Saints win, but I just feel like it's going to be slugfest. And when I mean that, I mean like on the ground, mm. low scoring game. Jacksonville win by a field goal. Yeah, like the Jags. Yeah, I like the Jags too. Um, so the Jags could be hanging in there with the the Colts and the Texans. Um, I'm really interested to see how that division plays out. Yeah, I am I too. Mean, I'm just going with uh, right now. I like Houston. Yeah, but. That's just based on Deshaun Watson. I don't know if they figured out their offensive line, but like last week he didn't get sacked, and like that was like the second time in his career that he didn't get sacked, which mm-hmm. is like a crazy stat. Well, they got Tunsil, yeah. They got Tunsil. They finally figured out how to uh, how to work the system, I guess. So yeah. So let's just keep talking about the Texans then, because um, we're getting that matchup this week. Deshaun Watson, Pat Mahomes. It's in Kansas City, and the Chiefs are giving four right now. The Chiefs obviously did not look great last week. The Texans looked great. I'm expecting a shootout here probably. Um, Who do you like? So I look at this like – I might have mentioned this last week. Like college football lines, like high-scoring college football lines, they always, you know, expand the numbers more than you'd think like on NFL Hmm. NFL days, right? So I think the four-and-a-half – Maybe Houston's better than that. Maybe Houston's better than four and a half. But if it's going to be a shootout, like I almost like, I like the over 55 and a half here. Mm. But uh, it's going to be a shootout. I don't know. I, I like, I just like the team that I want to win, you know, because it could be a 10 point game and it could be tightly contested 10 point game. Yeah. But like, I just don't see this game coming down to a field goal. I see this, you know, 40 to 30 type of game. Um, maybe that's a little too high, but still. I like the Chiefs minus four and a half here. I don't think. I think Mahomes had what two straight games where well, he didn't throw a touchdown pass against Detroit. He only threw one, was hobbled, 
last week against the Colts. Mm-hmm. I think he bounces back in a big way. Um, it's just gonna be this is a classic shootout. This is definitely one that I want to tune into. But I'm gonna take Chiefs minus four and a half. Yeah, minus I'm gonna, four. I'm gonna take Chiefs minus four too. They're you know, I think that they're gonna bounce back. They're good enough of a team that they understand uh, that, you know, when you come out and have a performance like that on Sunday night you have to bounce back and and turn it on. Houston you know, Houston has looked really good, though, and I think this is going to be a shootout. But it feels like exactly what you said when, you know, Texans are down by four or, or a touchdown and they have to get a stop. And, like, they're not getting that stop. And the Chiefs are probably going to go score another touchdown and then it's going to be, you know, bust open. So I think the Chiefs are going to cover here. Um, Pat Mahomes has to, you know, dude, he was the MVP runaway a week and a half ago. And it seems like now people are starting to hop on the D. Watson, Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey um, bandwagons. Todd gave his uh, favor right now as Christian McCaffrey for MVP. I-, I can't see that, though. Are you rocking with – who are you rocking with? Mahomes, <laughs> it's, it's Mahomes all the way, man. It's Mahomes. It's I, Mahomes. I don't think it's close. I don't I, – what, he had one He had one bad week? Two bad weeks. He, he, he had two bad weeks. Even the, one, even the bad week against Detroit, like – Still throw for what three hundred yards? Yeah, I don't know. He was hobbled last week. They they really shit the bed last week, but I don't know. Like, what are they going to go? Fourteen and two, thirteen and three. He's won an MVP. Yeah, well, that's what I I what I said was I think it's going to come down to Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Whoever finishes with a better record is probably going to get it, unless Mahomes because it doesn't look like Mahomes is going to break all the records like we thought he was going to after two weeks. So I think it's probably going to be whoever finishes with a better record, and I think the Chiefs probably are. Obviously, their division is not as tough as the NFC West. So, yeah, I think it's probably Mahomes, too. I don't know. I think the odds did decrease on him, though. He was, like, minus 110 a couple weeks ago, or before I last just, week. I looked after the Colts game. It was, like, plus 125. But he was still, like, the clear favorite over everybody else. Right. Russell Wilson was, like, almost plus 300. Like, everybody else is, like, in that plus 300 range. You know, Christian McCaffrey... Russell Wilson, Sean Watson, and then uh, Mahomes is still plus 125. Yeah. But, you know, we've mentioned this multiple times. I'm too impatient to even bet on that. All I would right. love to, but I, I can't sit around and watch my money wait for 16 weeks before it cashes out. So Yeah, the only um, the only future I have, have in right now is Ohio State to win the national championship, and I put that in the, like the first after the first game of the year. So... I'm trying to pull up uh, MVP right now to see. Here we go. So right now, oh, dude, this isn't even close. Pat Mahomes is plus 110. You got Russell Wilson at plus 1,000. Deshaun Watson at 12 to 1. McCaffrey's wow. 12 to 1. Aaron Rodgers is 12 to 1. Tom Brady's 9.5 to 1. So he's got better odds than... He's got better odds than anybody besides Mahomes. That's kind of surprising. I don't see how he wins MVP. Unless they go undefeated. Yeah, yeah no. If they go undefeated, he's got a case at how old he is. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't think. I think Mahomes is going to put up maybe not as great as numbers as he was last year. Not not as great as numbers as what he was on pace for. But yeah. I think he's just going to blow the field away with the numbers he's going to put up. Plus, the team's not going to lose very many games. You got any uh, dark horses here for MVP? We got... Let's see. I know I didn't prepare you for this one, but we got Garoppolo twenty-two to one, Wentz twenty-two to one, 
Jared Goff, 33 to 1. Oh, I can't really see that. Matt Stafford is 40 to 1. Gardner Minshew, 66 to 1. I don't know. I mean, unless any of these teams can pull out, like, first place in the conference. Like, if the Niners go, uh, uh, like, a crazy 13 and 3, I could see Jimmy G making a case. Yeah. You know, and, like, I don't think the NFL is based on storylines as much as the NBA is. But, right. like, in that situation, you know, I could almost see it. Like, yeah. Jimmy G. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, if it's close, maybe they'll give it to somebody else. You know, but if he's just blowing away the field, which I think he will, I think it's Mahomes, no doubt. Yeah. Michael Thomas, 80 to 1. <laughs> All right. uh, I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah. All right. So. This game uh, is okay, so we'll take the Chiefs there. Then we'll go to the uh, poop game. Redskins, Dolphins, the Tank Bowl. Tank Bowl. Do Dolphins getting three at home. Skins just fired their coach. We don't really. We're not going to talk about this one for too long. But I like the Redskins. Um, anytime you get a change of head coach, I think you get a little, get a little mojo and. As bad as they are, I think the Dolphins are worse. Yeah, no, I have no analysis on this game. Like zero. <laughs> the only thing I have is that I could see just like a little boost him around in the locker room. Like, hey, Jay Gruden's gone. I don't think Jay Gruden's a horrible coach, honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I think the, from the top down is just shitty in Washington. Miami is completely tanking. I don't know. No, this, I just I just like Washington. I think they're they slightly competed more than. Miami did, and that's my only. Uh, there's my two cents. I like Washington here. Okay, I like I like Washington too. So then we have this is like this is a pretty big game. Um, this is the the Genius Bowl, right? Kyle Shan Kyle Shanahan <laughs> and uh, Sean McVay. Honestly, Kyle Shanahan looked more like a genius, um, given what he does with the the players he has compared to what McVay does with his guys. At least this season, anyway. So the Rams, are they? Do you have given three at home? I have them at giving giving three at home. So basically, they're saying they're even teams. What do you? What yeah, do you that's like? what I have. What do you like? I don't know. I, I think I like the Rams here. I think overall the talent's better. Yeah. Um, the Niners, Niners look good. Matt Breida is like a legit good running back. Yeah. Um, defensive line is good for San Francisco. I just think the talent on. The Rams team. I think McVay's going to bounce back. They lose two in a row now. Yeah, two in a row. Um, I just don't see him losing three in a row. Right. I think, just, I think just the overall talent is better on the Rams part. Um, I'm sure they're both evenly good coach teams. I think um, Shanahan's like a little hotter right now just because the 4 0 start. But I like the Rams. I think the uh, overall talent's better. Rams minus three and a half. Minus three, sorry. Yeah. Um, so I like the Rams, too. Um, you know, McVay, after a long week or a bye week, he seems to have really um, be able to bounce back. And so here, um, so here's a stat for you. When McVay has extra time to prepare, so by that, you know, Thursday night game or a bye week, he is – Versus any coach besides Belichick, so this is excluding the Super Bowl. He's ten and zero straight up, eight one and one against the spread. They average thirty seven points a game. 
and the over is actually seven and three. So with that, I really like the Rams. McVay um, is gonna probably bounce back. I don't think, um, you know, I'm not totally sold on the Niners. I think last week was equal parts about the Niners and the Browns um, with the performance they had. I don't think the Niners are gonna be the NFC West winner. This seems like a game that, you know, the Rams are a little bit more experienced. They're probably going to win this game at home. They need to bounce back. You know, this is a this is almost a must win for the Rams. Um, I'll take the Rams. Yeah, I'll take the Rams too. Especially since we both think that Seattle's going to win. I mean, the Niners going 5-0. and The Seahawks going 5-1. and right. The Rams cannot go 3-3 three and three here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they'll bounce back. I did not know that stat, but you know about McVay after a long extended um, period of break. Yeah, that's pretty but crazy. That is crazy. Just you know, just like the just the preparation of that guy. Um, Seahawks are coming off a short week. If that, if you believe any of that, the Niners. But, the Niners are. Yes, Niners. Is, my apologies. Niners are coming off a short week. Rams are coming off the Thursday night game. Yeah. I like the Rams here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think Niners, Todd Gurley. Is Todd Gurley out? Todd Gurley is out. So I have a big decision if I want to start Malcolm Brown this week. That is that is big for that Rams offense. And I think that's probably why. Because I think the, the line was originally at like four, four and a half for this. And now it's down to three. That might have something to do with it. He is important for that offense. But um, I think McVay's scheme... Um, can can get somebody else in there, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, like you said before, Shanahan's team might be a little better with, like, the lack of talent on his team. Yeah. But, but I mean, I do like the Rams. I overvalue running backs in fantasy, but I way, way undervalue them in actual NFL play. Right. Um, I just don't think they're that important. I don't think they're worth that much. I don't think he's worth a full point if it's going down a full point. I would like the Rams minus four here with or without Gurley. Yeah, I, I like the Rams here too. Um, this is a big game. And, and um, we didn't mention that in the Seattle-Cleveland game. You've got the same situation where it's a Thursday night team, going, uh, a team who played Thursday night in Seattle versus a team who played Monday night in Cleveland. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of that in that game, but um, it seems McVay has a clear clear advantage when he gets that extra time. All right. I agree. So Cowboys at Jets. This is interesting cuz um Sam Darnold's coming back this week. Cowboys obviously have the last 2 weeks have not looked good at all. Um you know, they're kind of like what you mentioned with the Ravens where they they beat the bad teams and lose to the good teams. Uh, but they're but they're a pretty good team themselves. They are giving, right now anyway, they're giving seven on the road in New York. Jets are plus 280 on the money line. Do you like the Cowboys or the Jets? The Jets getting seven. Oh, man. So this game, it's went back and forth in my head. Um, seven is a weird spot. Yeah. It's a stay away from me. If anything, I'm going, I think I'm going to go... Jets, honestly, maybe a little bounce back in that locker room. Maybe they believe the season's not completely over. Yeah. Sam Darnold's back. But I might buy this up to buy a half point to seven and a half. Okay. For the Jets. 
But if I don't do that, I'm not betting it. So I'm going to go to the Jets, Jets plus seven. Just, you know, a lot of points on the road. I do think Dallas is poised um, for a comeback here, right. bounce back game. But I don't know. I could see them winning by four, winning by a field goal. But yeah, so like that's a lot of points um, to give on the road. Sam Darnold is obviously not ideal. Um, who you who you would want? But he's a lot better than what they've had in there so far. And I think the line. Before they announced he was playing, I think it was like eight and a half. And I think Darnold is a point and a half better than Luke Falk. Um, so on the at home, I think that they're going to try to prove something. Um, obviously, they looked terrible. Maybe this is a chance for them to say, yeah, we've looked terrible, but it's mostly it's mostly the, the quarter. I mean, the quarterback we've had in there. I'm going to go with the Jets here, and I am going to put a little um, money line parlay. Okay, hear me out here. Okay. Jets plus 280 and Bengals plus 385. All right, here we go. I'm going to put a quarter unit on that, which would... Payout was at ninth about twenty to one. Whew. Twenty to one Jets Cowboys two team money line parlay. I don't know, man. I think both those teams could win. Um, I definitely don't trust the Cowboys to win a game on the road, um, even against even against the Jets. I mean, Darnold is Darnold that much worse than Dak Prescott? Maybe, maybe. Uh, you think? Is you it? think if Sam? You think? It, well, I know, I know a lot of it's situational. I know you know people may put too much weight on like bad situations. Yeah. But I think Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. I think if he played for any team, like he'd still be a solid quarterback. Right. But what Sam Darnold was drafted what third overall? Yeah. Dak Prescott was a fourth round pick. I don't know. I think. I think upside, I like Sam Darnold. Oh, yeah. Right now, I like Dak, but I don't think they're that different. I think if you put Sam Darnold on the Dallas Cowboys without Mono, I think he succeeds with that running game and the defense that they've built. So, well, I mean, you put put him on put him on the Cowboys. They probably beat the Dolphins, the Giants with Eli Manning and the Redskins, and they probably lose at the Saints and against the Packers. No, absolutely. So... I don't know what I don't know what the big difference is here. Obviously, the Cowboys have that running game, but you give me seven points at home. I think they're gonna. I don't know. I think it's worth a shot. Yeah, so worth I'll, a shot. I'll go with the Jets too, and uh, I'll lose. I'll, I'll lose that quarter unit on the uh, <laughs> money line parlay because one of those teams is gonna lose. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm. I'm staying away from the money line parlays this week. I'm staying away from the uh, teases this week. Oh, jeez. No, basically because, like... You're scarred. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, the biggest favorites... Biggest favorites are, you know, Baltimore, right. the Jets, the Chargers. I don't trust any of those teams. Oh, yeah, not one. Um, you know, any of those teams could lose. I wouldn't be surprised if, if your parlay hits. I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers win. Um... 
Well, maybe a little surprised with the Steelers. I'd be but, surprised if the Steelers win with Devlin Hodges. But I'm not. Te- those are. I'm not teasing them. I'm not parlaying them. I'm gonna stay away. I'm gonna go straight up. We're yeah, gonna get to I think that this is going to be a week where you see a lot of people fall in their uh, suicide polls or survivor polls. Because um, I know the one the one that I'm in, we have, we have, so we actually did four entries in this one. Um, you can do multiple entries. And me, and me and the guy partner on it. But like we have three of the entries left and we took one Cowboys and two Ravens this week because it's like, who else do you take? I mean, you don't really want to take the Chargers because they're, you know, inconsistent. And the Patriots, who, you know, obviously I think the Patriots would have been the top pick this week, but I think most people have taken them by now. At least we have. And probably I think a lot of teams have taken the Ravens and the Cowboys by now because they... um you know, the Ravens had those easy games in the beginning. The Cowboys had those easy games in the beginning. So I think this is going to be a week where the survivor pools start falling. Are, did you, did you, uh, are you back in that one that you do? Yeah, no, I did buy back into that one. Um, I went with the Rams. I took the Rams with you mm. against Tampa Bay. Right. But I did buy back in. Um, I don't know. I haven't decided yet on my, on my survivor this week. I was just looking. I think I like Green Bay okay. at home on Monday night. Yeah, but because I did use, I did use Dallas against the the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I've already used uh, Baltimore against the Dolphins as well. But that's what I'm saying. You probably know. use New England too. Uh, I think I might have just fell asleep um, on New England since they were playing on Thursday night. I don't know if I we just didn't put our pick in yet, oh, but. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was a classic one of those. Yeah. No, I don't think I picked them yet. Okay, well that's good. You still have them, but but like I said, I think um, <laughs> I think a lot of people have picked those three, and there's going to be a lot of teams falling this week. But that'll be interesting. Maybe some upsets this week. I I think this is um, Falcons Cardinals in Arizona. If if Dan Quinn loses this game, is he going to be fired on Monday morning? They're they're getting or I'm sorry, they're giving two and a half in Arizona. You ready to trust the Falcons again? <laughs> uh, kill me. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh my God, this is the third Seriously, week in a row. I just think the Car- I think the Cardinals are that bad. I think I'm going to go with Atlanta minus two and a half. I think the Cardinals are one of the worst teams in the league. I don't think they're like. Like you said, like Washington, um, Miami bad, but I just I think that they just have a good player in uh, Kyler Murray. He's exciting to watch. Kind of keeps gets the offense moving. But I don't know. I just I just I, I've talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like you see Matt Ryan, you see Julio Jones, you see Calvin Ridley, and you're like, how does this team not put up points? You're playing a horrible team in Arizona. I don't know, two and a half. I don't know how great the home field advantage is going to be in uh, Arizona here. Yeah. I just like the the Falcons minus two and a half. Yeah, I mean, I cannot in good conscience take the Cardinals here. You know, we expected a lot more out of the Falcons. But the last two weeks, they have let us down. Obviously, they, uh, they totally folded against the Titans, and that killed us. And then last week, they just could not get any stops against Houston. The offense looked like it was starting to kick back on. 
Um, but, you know, when you give up 53 points, you're going to lose and not cover. I do not think the Cardinals put up that kind of offensive production against them. And I think the Falcons are going to be able to keep in that groove, obviously. I don't know. I'm probably not, I'm not betting on this game, but because I'm not going to bet on the Falcons ever again, probably. <laughs> um, but two and a half, I, I think that they're going to win this game. I think if they have any hope of at least trying to push for a wild card spot, they're going to have to win this game. Dan Quinn is coaching for his job, I think, right now, and I think the players probably know that. I'm not sure if they care, but if they do care, you would think they'd be more fired up. Um, this is, yeah. Yeah, fuck Matt Ryan, but give me the Falcons. I was going to say, is uh, Dan Quinn coaching for his life a good thing or a bad thing? Well, are those players are those players sick of him? Well, I don't know if they're sick of him. I mean... He did take them to a Super Bowl. He seems like a likable guy. I think he got he. I think he was really good in the locker room in Seattle too. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're, you know, necessarily more motivated to play for him. But you would think, you know, just being in the locker room that guys like their head coach at least want him to not lose his job. Right. They don't want him to lose their job because of them playing so poorly. Right. I just think, yeah, I think this is an easy bounce-back win for them. They're like, bad team, they're not going to take lightly because they've, you know, embarrassed themselves a couple weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think so too. And if, if they lose this week, then I think that the narrative changes here and we're not saying the Falcons are an underperforming team. They're just a bad team. Yeah. I think the defense is legitimately bad. Yeah. Yeah, which is Dan Quinn. You know, he's a defensive guy from Seattle, and he's never had a good defense in Atlanta. It just hasn't. It just hasn't really worked since Kyle Shanahan left. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan is the key, I think. Yeah, but, he, it was. Good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Atlanta minus two and a half. I think it's crazy that, you know, Dan Quinn, defensive guy, never had a good defense, still yeah. has a horrible defense. Like, I don't know. This is an easy decision. If he if he loses this game, he's gone he before be. he walks out of the tunnel, walks into the tunnel. So yeah, I think he's gonna be. But on the other hand, I don't. I think he should have lost his job already. I mean, I think mm -hmm. the Super Bowl appearance might be uh, might give him a couple more weeks. Maybe that's why he's still around. But oof. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Easy decision if he loses. But I know. I want to be a Falcon fan too. I. Uh... I don't know. I just, I like Matt Ryan, but that's rough. So we'll see. Hopefully uh, he keeps his job one more week and uh, they cover two and a half. Yep. All right. Um, <clears throat> Denver and Tennessee, two quarterbacks that we love to bet against. Um, Denver is favored by two at home. Tennessee actually, they sh probably should have beat Buffalo last week, um, but I think they missed like four field goals or something crazy like that. Um, Denver went to, I was I always want to say San Diego, but they went to Los Angeles and beat the Chargers in a, basically a proxy home game for them, um, but they actually won the game straight up, so Denver here is favored by two, um, you know, I love to fade Joe Flacco, but I think I like to fade Marcus Mariota even just a little bit more than that. <laughs> now, that's exactly my thought process. I love the bet against both these quarterbacks. I just 
I hate Marcus Mariota. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he seems like a likable guy, right? I just every time I watch the dude play, he misses you know seven yard outs regularly, throws it in the in the on the sidelines. Like I, I don't think I don't see it. I don't see it. It was frustrating to me watching him come back against the Chiefs a couple of years ago. I'm like, I do not want to see this guy play another game. Yeah, like, I'm tired of Marcus Mariota. Um, no, I like Denver minus two. I'm always prone to take Denver at home, plus or my, if they're favorite or dogs. Um, one and a half. I don't know. I don't trust Marcus Mariota. I think it'll, this will be a low-scoring game. The total here is at 40 and a half. Mm. Um, maybe put that in the tease, but like I said before, it might just be like a – I like the maybe Jags, Saints, tease that up to – 49 and a half. Yeah. Tennessee, Denver, tease that up to 46 and a half. Right. Um, just do a little two teamer there. But I like the, I really like the Broncos straight up minus two. And you might hear them later in my best bets. Yeah. I like Denver minus two as well. Um, Denver is a, you know, historically a tough place to play anyway, especially for bad quarterbacks. And Marcus Mariota is a bad quarterback. So. I just cannot in good conscience bet on Tennessee. They had the, you know, Mike Vrabel had a couple of blunders last week as well. Um, you know, I talked about those field goals, but a lot of them he shouldn't have even trotted the field goal team out there. Denver is not as bad as they were in the first four weeks, and they showed that last week when they bounced back. Um, I think that they're going to hit a little bit of a strat here where they can beat some of these bad teams and maybe find their way close um, to that wild card area, I don't think they're going to make it, but I think that they're going to throw their name out there. Um, Denver minus two seems like a safe bet. No, I agree. And all the Denver losses are looking better and better as yeah. the weeks go on. Like the Raiders may be respectable. You know, Bears, they were considered one of the better teams. Mm-hmm. The Packers are definitely in the top five of the league. Right. And then they beat the Chargers, who a lot of people think are a really talented team. So, you know, I may be missing one, but I really like – I don't think Denver's that bad. Yeah. A couple bad weeks, a couple bad breaks. Um, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's the other one. Jacksonville. That's right. Yeah. My man. But that was, uh, you know, that was a game they should have won too, and they blew it uh, at the end. And, yeah, they have looked they, – they haven't looked terrible. So, I like Denver here. Yeah, I like Denver here too. Um so uh, we're going to fade Marcus Mariota again like we do every week. Um, that will be good. All right, let's do the Sunday night game. Steelers at Chargers. Steelers are going to be starting Devlin Hodges at quarterback this week. Um, and they're getting seven at the Chargers. The Chargers, we just talked about them. They, they lost to Denver at home. Um, they were also they were six-and-a-half-point favorites that week. Um, Steelers getting seven. Do you like that? I do like that, and this is just a classic. I like the number. Um, Devlin Hodges, Mason Rudolph, how big is the difference? How big is the gap? I think Hodges is just like, he just went out there and, you know, he slung the rock a little bit, maybe get his confidence back up. Not a lot of film on that guy. You know, I don't think that I don't think the Steelers are that bad of a team. Mm-hmm. I think they're still hoping that locker room. I still think they uh, have a little bit of, you know, Antonio Brown vengeance to them. Right, I, I I still think that that holds a little weight, but um, I just don't. I think bottom line, I think the Steelers are playing an extra home game here, even though they are in LA. Yeah. Um, Steelers fans have always traveled well, 
and the Chargers fans have never showed up. So oh, yeah. they're non-existent. So <laughs> they're non-existent. <laughs> they they haven't they haven't uh, realized that the Chargers play in LA too. Yeah. So I like the Steelers they have plus seven. This is just based on the number, and I think like overall talent. Um, I think the Steelers are closer than that. I mean, the quarterback gap is is very big. I think, but I don't think it's seven points big. Yeah. So. This is going to go to one of two ways. Either um, the Steelers are going to win, or they're going to lose by a field goal, or they're going to lose by like three touchdowns. I, I don't. I don't think that the uh, seven point line is. I don't think it's going to be seven. Like I don't think it's a touchdown game. I think it's either a two or three touchdown game or a right down to the end game. Um, just based on who the Chargers are. I am scared that it's going to be a 2-3 touchdown game. Um, this just seems like the Chargers. You would think if they're a good team, you know, coming off the loss last week, that they're going to, like, bounce back and be hyped up for this Sunday night game and, and try to just put it to this uh, Steeler team who has struggled. But I think Devlin Hodges looked okay. Um, you know, he, he moves out of the pocket well. He hit a couple of guys. It wasn't like he was missing throws. And he didn't look... He did not look uncomfortable in there like you thought, you know, like, like I thought anyway, that he might look um, coming into the game cold like that. They found something with their running game, it seems like. I mean, they've been in these games. I, I just, you know, how many times can Juju and James Conner fumble a game away? It's just like every, every the last two years, I think they've fumbled five games away in the last minute. The Steelers, I think they're going to keep it close here. Um, I don't, I, I can't see them winning, but I think it is going to come down to like a field goal, maybe four or five points. Seven points is a lot to give to a team who's, like we said, they're, it's going to be basically a home game for the Steelers. Yeah, seven points. I guess, I guess I'll, I'll rock with you and take the points. Yeah, I just, I just, the Chargers are one of those teams that I always find hard to trust. Yeah. You know? I would. I honestly trust them more on the road. I think they're they're a good road team, and the record's probably similar as uh, when they're at home. But I mean, we we picked the Steelers a lot of these a lot of these weeks. I think we've picked them probably every week. Yeah. Well, they've covered but, the last two weeks. Yeah. No, and I do think they have a real shot to win. I don't know. I think if uh, Hodges looked confident last week, if anything else, you know, he just came in, threw the ball around. Yeah, I, don't know, I like the Steelers here plus seven. Yeah, the Steelers have actually covered in the last um, three weeks because even when they they lost to the Niners and covered, then they beat the Bengals and then they lost to the Ravens and, and covered um, in a game they should have won. I think Mike Tomlin. It's almost like Mike Tomlin coaches better when. Well, first of all, he coaches amazing in primetime games, right? So primetime games, Sunday night, Monday night, the Steelers have been unreal the last couple of years. Tomlin knows how to get average players to do better. He doesn't. I, I'm not sure he knows how to get the great players to buy into his system. But when he's got a team like this, I think he can get a lot out of those guys. So, yeah, we'll see if they cover. Um, you know, if they don't blow that game last week, they're tied for first right now. Not completely agree. All right, last game, Monday night. So this is like an interesting one too. The Lions, who are coming off of a bye week, um, and they've looked 
really good this season. They're going to Green Bay. They're four-point dogs. Obviously, Green Bay had that huge win um, against Dallas where they just beat up on those guys. Green Bay at home, Monday Night Football. I think we both like the Packers here. Um, Green Bay is a tough place to play Monday night. Uh, what do you think? Can the Lions do it? I don't think the Lions can do it. Um, I mean, losers lose. We yeah. always say that. I think yes. Detroit, though, this year, they have played well. They have looked well. Matthew Stafford looks good. Um, I don't Monday night, Lambeau, Aaron Rodgers, offense clicking. I don't know. Four is probably the right number here. Yeah. But, you know, I'll, I'll pretty confidently take Green Bay minus four. Yeah, so I, I am too. I don't think, you know, the run game has looked really good. Aaron Rodgers is, is not asked to do too much, in, and he's doing everything he's asked to do. He's looked good. Um, this is, I think, I think this is the part of our, like, you know, 49ers and Lions. I think this is both of their comeback down to earth weeks. Um, and I think they're both going to lose this week on the road at division rivals. Green Bay is tough um, to go on the road and win, especially at night. Um, I think that four points is is probably the right number. I think it is a touchdown game about, but I think the Packers win it by a touchdown. So I'll eat the points and, and take the Packers. No, yeah, and the way the Packers offense is clicking last week, yeah, I don't see them letting up. Yeah, primetime, just love Aaron Rodgers, Lambeau Field primetime here. Yeah. All right, so that's all the games. Okay, Taylor, so the only game that we disagree on is the Eagles and Vikings. <laughs> so it's a good thing we uh, do this together. <laughs> it's, it makes it a lot easier when we're on the same page. But Okay, so... It, do, it does. It did sound like we were agreeing, maybe agreeing a little too much. Right. It almost makes me a little weary here, right? I, I'm weary, right? I think we're gonna, we might uh, get blown out. At least we'll get blown out together, right? <laughs> that's true. So, all right, what's our, our five this week? So, we actually already had um, New England on Thursday night. They were one of our five that we picked. Um, they were given 16 and a half. They covered. Um, it was a little it was a little worrisome there for a while if they were going to cover. And then, um, you know, the Giants started to do giant things. And so, they, they covered. So, we got one out of the, one out of the five already done. Um... So our other four this week, we have, who do we have here? We have the Chiefs, right? Chiefs, the Broncos. We have the Broncos, yeah, for sure. Um, what did we say? Panthers? Yeah. Were Panthers the Panthers, one? Packers? Yeah, we definitely have the Packers. So I think the last one was between the Jaguars and the Panthers. Here. Yes, and I think that... We have the Jaguars in um, in the pool that we did, including the Patriots. But we did not put that five-legger five on. So we're going to do another five-legger with the Panthers instead of the Patriots because we already we missed, we missed being able to put that one in. So we're going to have we have a five-legger five on Pats, Chiefs, Broncos, Packs, and Jaggers. And we have a five-legger on Chiefs, Broncos, Packers, Jags. And Panthers. Correct. Correct? Correct, yep. All right. 
And last week we we were one team away. The Bears let us down, like I mentioned. So, right, what's your uh, best bets this week? Last week we won the Saints bet, uh, but the the Bears again let us down in the teaser. So, what about this week? So my best bets this week. I'm going two straight up teams. Two of our top fives, actually. Hmm. Um, I have the Broncos giving the line that I had was one and a half. Yeah, um, you might get it at two. And I have the Chiefs minus four and a half. Mm. Um, these are two teams. I don't know. I like the Broncos at home against Marcus Mariota. End of story. And I like the Chiefs bouncing back. Mm. So straight up, not to use? Nope. Yeah, those are just straight up. I'm going to put okay. two separate bets in. Denver minus one and a half. Kansas City minus four and a half. That's your best bet. Two those best bets. My- those are my two best bets. Oh, okay, not not one parlay, two separate best bets. Yes, two separate. I apologize. Okay. If I was going to go with my best bet, I like Denver minus one and a half. Okay. But I do like the. I'm going to put both one unit on each. Okay, so I'll give uh, my best bet. I'm going to do a uh, three leg tease here. So give me Seattle push it up to nine. Give them nine. The Eagles push that up to ten. And the who's the last one I was gonna do? Oh, the Jets push that up to uh, fourteen. So tease those together. Uh, three leggers should get plus one twenty on that. Uh, seven point tease, I think. So that's my best bet. Best bet if I had to give one, but I just did that no, right I, now. I do really like that. I think the Jets are the only one that uh, would make you nervous. Yeah, they it. might get blown out, but I don't know, man. I. Dude, I'm going to be surprised if they won that game. <laughs> yeah, I do. I might have to go in on you, go in with you on the uh, little underdog parlay there with the Jets and the Bengals. It's worth. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's worth it. I think both those teams could win, but maybe not. We'll see. Quarter unit, twenty to one. It's worth. Might it. as well give it a try. It's, it's worth it. I think so. All right, well, I think that's all the games, so um, I'm going to be updating on Twitter how we're doing as the games go along, like I did last week. Um, again, we were 12-2 and two and 9-5 and five last week, so hopefully we can match that. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, I'd really like to stay around that 60% number. I know that's a little unrealistic, but uh, anything over 50%, especially when you're in the 60s, definitely a good thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's my goal, is to get at least 50% right. This is a tough week, a lot of close lines. It yeah. does make me nervous that we're, we agreed on everything except for the Eagles and the Vikings. The, probably the most evenly matched team, the one that is the closest in my eyes. Yeah. But uh, but that's good, though. If we all agree, you know, if we agree on all of them, then we're probably, I mean, I think we're, I think we're smart people. I think we're smart people, yeah. I, th- I, think, we're good. I think we're pretty good at this, so. <laughs> all right, that's all I got with Taylor this week. Thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks for having me on. All right, talk to you next week. Yep. All right, guys, that was the Mikey and Friends Podcast Week 6 Gambling Guide Preview. Uh, Make sure you tune in, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast. Hit me up on Twitter, and uh, thanks, guys.